Hello and welcome to the Align Sacred Alchemy podcast. I'm your host, Raspreet Sagu, and as a woman of color, I understand only too well the unique challenges that we face in our manifesting journey, which are often bypassed in the mainstream teachings. In this space, we're going to be exploring the role of cultural imprinting, ancestral wisdom, societal expectations, and the impact of all of that on our manifestation process. And of course, I'll be sprinkling in the magic that's available when we understand and harness our energy using things like human design and astrology so we can manifest in alignment with our true essence and our purpose here on Earth. Gear up for the revolution and get ready to manifest in and on purpose. Hello and welcome to another episode. I'm super excited about this conversation. It's probably one of my favorite and most effective ways to manifest those bigger visions that sometimes feel like they're out of your reach. We're going to be talking about the magic of manifesting and delve into the extraordinary realm of manifesting your dreams with the unwavering support of your seen and unseen allies in the form of your spirit team. And that includes your angels, any gods and deities that you are personally connected to, any loving ancestors that resonate with you, spirit guides or animal guides, basically any and all the energies that are here to help you, as well as the human guides, souls that are here to support and collaborate with you and co-create your big visions with you. That's right. Some of the things that you all are asking for are not supposed to be done on your own. Some of them are too big for you to be able to bring them through on your own and they require collaboration. And that collaboration may come in the form of actual human beings here on the planet who are co-creating things with you. But there is also the magical realm, the energetic realm, the seen and unseen allies around you that are there at your disposal. They're waiting for you to give them an instruction. Let them know that you wish to receive their help. And we're going to be talking more about that in this episode. So I'm going to be sharing with you the power of your unseen and seen allies and how to recognize them, how to team up with your spirit squad and create a specific spirit squad based on where you're at in your life right now and what you require, the assistance that you require to manifest your dreams. I'm also going to be going into trusting the guidance of your spirit guides and how you can amplify your intentions with their support. Um, Also, another thing that usually comes up is how do I recognize the signs? How do I know it's not just my mind playing tricks and all of that? So we're going to be discussing all of that here today. And as I was recording this episode, I realized there was way too much to get into one episode. So I think there's going to be a part two for this. But today for part one, I'll be introducing you to the idea of hiring your spirit squad and embracing their guidance to create the life you truly desire and deserve. And then stay tuned for part two where we're going to go deeper and I will share more about how you can use these concepts specifically to heal as you live your desired life instead of having to first heal and fix yourself before you get to experience your heart's desires. Because you can totally be a hot mess and manifest your dreams. So you can stop delaying and putting off your joy and success because you're trying to heal and be perfect first. So let's begin with exploring the idea of spirit guides. 
For those of you who are not familiar, it's long been known in many faiths across many religions, groups, spiritual traditions, that we're not alone in our journey through life. We have spiritual beings, often referred to as spirit guides, who are here to support, guide, and assist us on our path. We're never alone. And these guides are highly evolved beings who offer wisdom, protection, a loving presence, guidance, support. You know, they buoy your faith when you're flailing a little bit. And when it comes to manifesting, working with these spirit guides can amplify your intentions and help you to align with the flow of the universe. So your manifesting becomes a little more easy. Um, it's easier for you to receive what you're asking for and be at the right place at the right time, uh, link up with the right people that are going to support you on your path. And you're going to experience less resistance. So let's get to the part about teaming up with your unseen friends. Essentially, all I mean by that is consciously inviting your spirit guides and the higher realms to assist you in manifesting your desires. And it's kind of like employing a team of divine helpers who have their specialisms in various areas of manifestation. Like it could be, maybe it's attracting abundance, maybe it's finding love, maybe it's pursuing a career or enhancing your well-being, or helping with a health problem. You've got to think of it like it is here on earth. You have different people who specialize and have gifts in certain fields. So you've got accountants, you've got travel agents, you've got cleaners, you've got people who are very good at speaking, people that are great in the medical field, people who know loads about medicine, you know, and they have their specialism, and it's exactly the same in the energetic realm. They have their specialism. So it's about finding what kind of divine helpers you require for what you're going through in your life right now, and what you require help with right now, and getting them on your team, collaborating with them, co creating with them. So, how exactly do you do this? It's a really personal thing. And you might have to experiment with what resonates most with you. A good starting point, though, is setting clear intentions and requesting the assistance of your spirit guides. You can use things like affirmations, prayers, or simply just have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation with your guides, expressing your desire and asking them for their support with that. Right? It could be a really informal conversation. It doesn't have to be... Like, you don't have to be word perfect. You don't have to have exactly the right words. It's more about the energy and the intention. Now, I've seen in the healing community, in the manifestation community, they have this thing about you have to get your languaging exactly right. Okay. So there is um, this idea that you have to speak into existence in a certain way. You cannot say, I want, because that means that you're in the energy of lack, and then that desire will always be in the future, it will never be here now. And I used to buy into all of this. I no longer resonate with that now, simply because I know that these higher life forces, these, they're intelligent, okay? The language that we have here in English, or whatever language that you're speaking, is actually much less evolved than the language of energy. And so when you set your intentions, there is a certain energy that you are radiating, even as you're speaking, 
And so it is that energy, that frequency that matters more than the words you actually say. The key thing here is trust. You've got to start cultivating and leaning into deep trust that your spirit guides are working diligently behind the scenes, orchestrating synchronicities and opportunities that align with your intentions, with your requests. And that's what's going to allow you to release the control and surrender to that divine flow, knowing that your desires are being lovingly supported even when you cannot see it, or even if it looks like you're going through a shit show in your life and it feels like everything's falling apart and nothing's going right for you. Those are the times where you really have to lean into that faith and that trust. And then you've also got to maintain this receptive mindset and be open to the signs and the guidance provided by your spirit guides. Spirit guides are intelligent beings. They know you very well. They know exactly what form of communication to use for you and what words or images or whatever it is that are going to mean something to you. And I used to say to my students when I would teach them how to receive intuitive guidance and how to hear what their intuitive guidance is, that a really good thing to do if you want to sharpen your intuitive skills is to build up your intuitive library. Now, what do I mean by this? Is that you're going to have images or sounds or smells that actually mean something to you. So the more you practice this, the more you're going to understand what your guides are trying to tell you or the messages that you're getting from the universe or from God or whoever it is that you're connecting to from the energetic realm. So for instance, I am a medical intuitive. And so when I used to do sessions for people and I would scan their bodies and because of my lived experiences as a pharmacist, as a medical professional, I can do an actual scan, an MRI scan. And this is how my brain reads the intuitive information, right? Because I've built an intuitive library of medical stuff. So I will literally do what looks like an MRI scan and I can pick up where the problem areas are, what are the emotions attached to that person or that organ or whatever's happening in that person's life, what are the energies that are attached to that person, whether they're ancestors, whether they're spirit guides. And it literally comes to me in my mind, comes as a form of an MRI scan where all of this, these things are revealed to me. And that's simply because that's what resonates with me. And over the years, I have intentionally built this intuitive library where I have certain images which I know mean things. And the way that I know they mean that is because I ask. When there is something that I'm seeing intuitively or hearing or picking up and I don't quite know or I'm unsure, I ask, like, show me exactly what this means. Show me exactly what you're trying to say. Give it to me in another way that I will understand. And every single time I've done that, a clear message will come through or something will drop into my head or I'll read something and suddenly it makes sense. And so I know now that whatever image that was that I was seeing or whatever sound or sight or smell that I was picking up is going to be associated with this particular message. And that goes into my intuitive library. And so the next time I do a scan and I see that image or I smell that smell or pick up that piece of information, I know exactly what the message is behind the thing that I'm picking up. Do you see what I mean? So you get to actually intentionally build this and this happens with practice and it happens 
the more that you do it, like as with everything, the better you get and the clearer things will become. So it's a case of just trusting yourself and also acknowledging all the times that you got it right rather than focusing on, oh, well, I didn't quite get it. Oh, that was wrong, right? It's just focusing on when you get it right and that's going to boost your confidence and that's going to help you hone in and tune in that skill of your intuition and build up your intuitive library. And that's going to make it a hell of a lot easier for you to be able to receive the information and have a receptive mindset to be able to open, be open to the signs and guidance that are provided by your spirit guides. Some of the ways that you may get your communication from your spirit guides is through dreams. It may be intuitive nudges or even synchronistic encounters in your daily life. Like you could be in an Uber and the Uber driver plays a certain song that actually answers your question or you're on the bus and you overhear a conversation and that conversation, the part that you pick up is exactly the answer to what you need. It could be that you are seeing signs everywhere. You're seeing numbers, you know, repeating numbers, angel numbers, 111, 444, all of those things, right? There are many different ways that those communications can come through. And paying attention to these subtle messages helps you to stay attuned to the guidance and course correct whenever you need to. There may be messages to tell you to course correct along your path. And that tiny little course correction that you make can have a butterfly effect that affects the actualization of your desires. Now, one thing I really want to highlight here is that manifesting with spirit guides and collaborating with them is not about outsourcing your power or relinquishing responsibility. And I am going to say it louder for the people at the back because it's so important to understand this. You are not just giving it away. You're not giving your power away to the spirit guides. You're not doing that. It's a collaboration, okay? It's a collaborative process where you get to co-create with the spiritual realm to bring your desires into physical reality. And that means that it requires your active participation. It requires the combined support of the actions that you're taking, the work that you're doing, and the support of your spirit guides. And that's what's going to amplify the manifestation process and open doors that you may not have thought were ever possible for you. There's this misleading notion in the healing manifestation and even coaching community where you can just, you know, outsource your power, leave it to the divine realm, let them take care of it. And it has this kind of sense of, okay, you can now sit back and relax and let God work for you or let the universe work for you. And that's actually not how it works. It requires you to put in the effort. So you may have to I I don't love using the word, but hustle with certain things. If you're being asked to make decisions that are courageous, and I'm going to share an example here in a little bit, which will illustrate this point really well. There may be difficult decisions you have to make. There may be relationships that you are required to end that you don't really want to, but that's the thing that's required. There may be things you have to let go of that could be hard. There could be things that you have to lean into from your past to 
heal those aspects that you've been putting away for too long because they're too painful. It also may require you to let go of who you were, your old identity, uh, what you wanted in the past, where your life was going in the past, or where you thought that you were going, because actually there's this whole new path that you're going to be guided towards. And sometimes that's hard. Sometimes there's a, a period of grief and mourning as you're mourning the loss of what once was, who you once were, where you thought you were going to go in life. And that's all part of the process. It is not easy by any way, shape or form, but you can create more ease. There is a difference between things being easy and creating more ease. There will be times where you have to step up. There will be times that you will be doing things that make you uncomfortable, but you can ask for the support to make it easier, to create ease in doing those hard things. And so I just want to put that out there because I don't want to perpetuate this idea that you can just let go and let God, which means, oh, you just put your intention out there. You ask for the help and then you lean back and let it happen and fall in your laps. And sometimes that is what's required. Sometimes it is as easy as that. But what I'm saying is don't go in with this corrupted idea that that's all you have to do. That you will never have to work hard a day in your life or that it's going to be easy from now on because you're enlisting this support, this divine support, right? Okay, now you might be wondering at this point, the theory of this sounds great, Ras, but how does it work in real life? And maybe some of you already use the celestial beings in your manifesting practices and in your daily lives, but aren't quite sure if it's working for you because you've yet to see evidence of your stuff showing up. The thing is, some of the magic can be really subtle and it happens over time. There's this like cumulative effect. And when I first started calling in my guides, and I've been doing this pretty much my whole life, but intentionally, it's been about mm, give or take 20 years. When I first started, though, I used to have expectations of overnight shifts and obvious changes to my life. And it doesn't quite work that way. Let me illustrate this with my own story and how the magic can be weaved in your seemingly normal daily activities. Sometimes it's when you stop and reflect on things in hindsight that you get to see all the magic and synchronicities that were orchestrated to get you from where you once were to where you are today. And when you reflect on those things, you're going to start seeing how many coincidences there were. Too many coincidences for it to be a coincidence. The series of events that had to happen that led you to a certain path or to meet a certain person who then connected you to something or someone that then triggered a whole new opportunity for you. It's crazy how this works. So if you are like what I was at one point where you face fears and apprehension about following your passions because of societal expectations, the projections from your family and friends, the fear of judgment, listen to this because I was once exactly where you and my story may spark something for you because it's a story of transformation, courage and the magical assistance of spirit guides. My story started 10 years ago. Picture this, a young woman with a successful corporate career in pharmacy at the top of her career at the time. But deep within, 
I felt a burning desire to embrace my true calling. I didn't know what that was exactly. I just knew that there was something bigger and better for me, that there had to be something more than what I was doing. But each time I felt like I needed to leave to do something else, I stayed in my career path as a pharmacist because of the fear of rejection and judgment from my family and society and the fact that I had fears of, well, what would I do if not this? I don't have any other skill set. I don't have any other qualifications. Long story short, I asked for help from the heavens. At the time, I didn't even know what I was doing or how to call in my spirit team to collaborate with me and help me. All I did was do what I always do which was to pray and ask someone to help me. And soon after that very intentional and heartfelt call for help, I summoned the courage to make a life-altering decision. Although I didn't know that I was doing it at the time, I hired a team of spirit guides to assist me in making the leap from a familiar corporate world to the realm of intuitive coaching. And I didn't even know I was doing that. I prayed to the different deities that I was familiar with and I asked them for their help, knowing that each one of them had a particular specialism. For example, I knew that Ganesh was the remover of obstacles, so I prayed for his help and guidance to clear my path of anything that blocked me. I knew that we each had guardian angels, I was familiar with the concept at the time, so I asked my guardian angels to step in and help me with whatever I needed to so I could move on to something bigger and better where I was more fulfilled, where I was valued, where I had more autonomy and I got to spend quality time with my family. I also knew that the Sikh gurus each had their own gifts and could help you with keeping the faith, having the courage and walking along the path of truth. So I prayed to them to help me and to guide me. Remember back then, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just crying out to God and his helpers for some support and guidance in the only way that I knew how. With an open heart and unwavering determination, I set my intentions and I invited my guides to show me the way. And I didn't even know I was doing that. And one night I connected with my late grandfather, which was something that I often did. I would often talk to him and ask him for guidance and support or share what was going on in my life. And I remembered him saying to me just before he died that he could probably help me more when he left his physical body than he could now. So I asked him to make good on his promise. Help me. I need that help now. And unwittingly, I had just gathered an entire team of unseen allies to work with me. My spirit guides worked their wonders, leading me to incredible mentors, teachers, guides who could help me develop my intuitive skills, my coaching skills. They introduced me to supportive communities of like-minded individuals who embraced my aspirations and encouraged and supported my growth, who valued me and valued the gifts and talents that I had. But that wasn't all. My spirit team had more in store for me. They orchestrated a series of synchronistic encounters that opened unexpected financial doors. I needed money to start up this new business, money that I didn't have. And funding sources appeared seemingly out of thin air, providing me with the resources I needed to start my first business. It was as if the universe conspired to make my dreams a reality and removed any obstacles that stood in my path. What I didn't realize then, that I can clearly see now, nine years later, is how that baby swimming business was just a stepping stone for me. It was a stopgap for me. At the time, 
All I saw was how hard things were, how challenging it was. I kept facing block after block. The training that I needed to qualify as a swimming instructor was delayed. The person I was meant to be mentored by dropped out and I had to wait until they could find me a different mentor. I had to travel two hours each way to do my training and it was exhausting. I never got to spend any time with my baby and I was frustrated. The whole point of me working for myself was to have freedom and autonomy so I could spend quality time with my young family and that was just not happening. This career path made it so much harder and I was financially hit because of all these delays so I was in a worse financial position than I was hoping to be at this point. Uh, So naturally I felt like I'd made a really bad decision. I should have listened to my family when they told me not to leave a stable and respectable career as a pharmacist. They were right. My intuition was just wishful thinking on my part. I had all these thoughts buzzing around in my head. And that's what led me to seek help through healing and coaching. And through my own healing journey, I realized that actually I was here to do something entirely different. So once again, Against all the advice from my loved ones, I decided to give up my baby swimming business. Even coaches told me that I should just stick it out. But I knew deep down, my intuition was strongly pointing out, screaming at the fact that I had to give this up and step into a completely new thing. All logic pointed me towards sticking it out for another year. It would have made so much more sense logically to stick it out for another year, make my money back and sell it at a profit. But deep down, I knew that wasn't the correct choice for me. So I had to lean into trusting myself over what my coaches were telling me at the time, over what my family was advising me, over what seemed like the most logical thing. And once again, I enlisted the help of my guides. This time, I did so consciously and knowing that I was doing it. And as I let go of my only other income stream with this baby swimming franchise to do something completely new again and start all over again, I faced taunts from my family, the judgment, accusations of being irresponsible and stupid for leaving a perfectly respectable career as a pharmacist for nothing. And now I was doing this really weird witchy woo-woo thing. Like, what are you on, Ras? What are you taking? Why are you doing this? You know, you're dabbling with something that is dangerous. I got it all. I had to face it all. Members of my family would imply that I was going down the wrong path, that I was steering off the path of God, that I was doing something that was dangerous, that I was entering into the realm of black magic and voodoo and this wasn't right and this was really bad and this was really dangerous. But I had started to trust myself more at this point and my intuition was crying out that I had to do this and take this step and continue with my healing practice. And that's exactly what I did. And I've never regretted any of it. The life I lead now is exactly what I had envisioned when I left pharmacy. I wanted a life of freedom and autonomy where I had no one telling me when I needed to work, how to set up my office and my office hours, what targets I needed to meet to prove myself and my value. When I was allowed to take holidays or days off to spend with my family, how much time I had to give them when I did want to take some time off. I wanted to be liberated from all of this. 
and live a life where I get to decide for myself. I get to live life on my terms, free from the societal expectations, free from what my family projected and wanted for me, free from what everyone else was doing, and just do what I wanted to do. And that's exactly what I've created. And I've done this with the help of a very robust team. My spirit squad are just amazing and I love them. And I'm constantly enlisting their help. And I'm sharing this story, not just to share an inspirational story with you, but also to show you how you can use the guidance of your spirit team and build your own spiritual squad. That can help you with your unique challenges that you face. That can attune you to your soul's path and purpose and support you with co-creating in alignment with what that is. It's like you get this tailor-made support for you and for your soul and the experiences that your soul came to experience in this life. It's got to be completely unique to you, the the guidance and the help and the support that you get when you enlist this spiritual squad is completely customized to you as the individual. It takes into account your lived experiences. It takes into account your personal challenges and your desires. What really motivates you? What makes you tick? What is it that you wish to create in your life? What is your current lifestyle and the limitations within that? This isn't about what you typically see in mainstream manifesting, which is here are some guidelines. Here is a template. You follow this thing and then you just replicate that and it helps you to manifest whatever it is that you want. It's not like that. This is going to be individual support for you and your soul, right? The healing that you require. Um, It will take into account your lived experiences and your time constraints, your financial constraints, maybe the constraints of having supportive family or friends or people around you. And it will piece by piece break that down for you. And your spirit squad can bring in those things for you if you ask them. And that's the thing is asking them because your spirit team are there, they're ready and they're willing and they have to honor free will. They need your green light. They need your permission to come in and help you in this way. They cannot do anything unless you ask them. So as they say, ask and you shall receive. And you can use this for like the most mundane things. If you need someone, a spirit guide or someone in the spiritual realm who can help you with your cleaning or to get organized, you can call in a spirit guide to help you do that. If you need someone to arrange your dream holiday, your luxury holiday, you can get in somebody that can come and help you do that, can help come take care of the finances to make that possible, do the bookings, make sure you get your accommodation tailored to exactly what you require from that holiday. Like the possibilities are endless and it's so much fun to do this. I'm going to be sharing more of this in the next episode because I have run out of time. So I think I will do a part two on how you can do this and exactly how the healing can occur for you as you're on the path without necessarily having to sit down, spend time fixing your mindset, meditating, making fancy vision boards and all that jazz. I mean, you can totally do that if it feels fun 
for you and it's working for you. But mostly when people come to me and they talk to me about doing all of this, it feels like a chore. And that's why they don't actually enjoy doing it. So when they're doing it, it's from the energy of I have to do this. I have to get this done rather than, oh, I really love doing this and my energy is all in. Right. And that makes a huge difference to your manifesting practices. If you're doing things because it's just a tick box exercise and you think you need to do them and it feels like more of a chore rather than it feels really good when you're doing it. And by good, I mean you can do deep healing that brings up past emotions and it can be a very emotional time, but you actually enjoy the process. You enjoy processing those emotions and the way that you feel afterwards and the activity that you're doing, the actual tool that you're using, the modality that you're using at the time, it feels good to you, feels aligned to you. It feels liberating, right? You've got to take all of this into account. And that's something that the spirit squad is really good at doing, is helping you hone in to what your manifesting framework is. Not the manifesting framework as set out by somebody who's discovered theirs and is sharing their five-step process, but what is yours that is aligned to you, your life, your desires, how you're wired to create, your unique energy flows, your intuition, and the action that you require to take in order to have it all. So you can literally heal as you live the life and the experiences that you're dreaming of, that you're wishing to call in. As I always say, you can be a hot mess and manifest your dreams at the same time. You don't need to heal first and delay your desires from showing up. That's all I have time for now. Stay tuned for part two. Subscribe and follow to the podcast to be notified when new episodes land. And I will be talking to you in part two about how you can get more specific with creating a spirit team and collaborating with them to manifest your dream life. Until then, happy creating. I hope you found inspiration in our conversation. And if you did enjoy the podcast, you'd love my email community where I share regular doses of magic and tips that honor your culture, connects you with your unique manifesting style and uncovers those juicy tips that often go unaddressed in the mainstream manifesting narrative. And I have a special gift if you sign up now, my free creative blueprint shadows guide where you learn how to identify and alchemize shadows that block your desires and unlock their transformative power. Many have reported they experienced deep healing and overcame blocks to actualize their heartfelt desires with the understanding they found from this guide. The link's in the show notes if this is calling to you. Until next time, happy creating. Happy creating.